You are listening to Bold Is, a ministry podcast training women how to handle the Word of God. Buckle up, sis. It's about to get real. Here's your host, Megan Rawlings. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bold Is. I am your host, Megan Rawlings, and today I have with me Rebecca Bradley. Rebecca, say hello to the guests and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hello, guests. Um, I go by Becky, and um, I live in Colorado and um, have four kids and a husband, and just uh, this year we're homeschooling one of them, and um, yeah, just trying to make the most of life in this crazy time. That's awesome. And how long have you been in Colorado? Um, well, I grew up here for the first 18 years of my life. And then um, we moved back eight years ago. Oh, that's so. fun. Yeah. I've never been west of uh, Missouri. So I just, I don't know how the west coast is, but I bet I'd like it. Well, you should definitely visit. Yeah. yeah. Love it's really pretty in pictures. How about that? Oh, it's really pretty in real life, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. So, guys, Becky has written a book. I'm super excited to dive in because, like us, she has um, a heart and excitement for women getting deeper in scripture. So, Becky, first start off by telling us the title of your book. Yeah, so it's Behind the Mask, and it has a subtitle of Authentic Living for Young Women. Um, yeah. Tell us just a little bit, like a quick little overview of what this is about. I'm so excited about this. Yes. So this book is, um, it's a counseling book with some narrative along with it that can help either groups of women or women um, individually or women with their counselors kind of unpack why they behave the way they do and how to find healing through sexual addictions or love addictions. Oh, I love it. That's so exciting. And how did this happen? Um, so I was a youth pastor's wife and I was exposed to a ton of different stories and young women going through hardships. And I started some counseling myself um, in my late 20s um, to kind of dive into my past and figure out the patterns in my own life that had become um, not the way I wanted to live. And so um, as I went through counseling, just kind of got a great education firsthand on how the neurochemistry in our brain changes based off of different experiences we've had or trauma we've been through. And so um, I started kind of incorporating some of what I've learned into our youth ministry and found out that actually a lot of young women um, when they're even teenagers are starting off this process of finding, um, exploring sexuality or figuring out where to find love. And um, I really wanted to help some of my, uh, my youth who had been through just either horrendous trauma or shameful judgmental upbringings and seeing how they could, um, like, how do you help somebody like that? So um, during my counseling, my counselor was actually Diane Roberts, who's the co-author of the book. And she asked me to participate in writing the narrative of the book so that um, she did the counseling part and all of the assessments in it. There's a PTSD assessment, sexual addiction assessment, and um, a love addiction evaluation in it. And so she was, uh, 
obviously a, a major mastermind through that. And then she allowed me to interview different women um, all over the country and come up with kind of some stories that are based off of those women. That's really interesting. Um, just for the sake of clarification, when you say love addiction, what does that mean? Yeah, good question. So um, love addiction is when you're going to do anything you can to get love. Or in this book, it's um, we wear masks to hide our insecurities so that we are loved. So we might pretend to be a certain person or do um, do even doing the right thing your entire life just so you don't just so you aren't judged can be a form of love addiction. Um, the girl that we follow through the book, her name is Jessica. And so Jessica has a lot of examples of how she tried to do the right thing through her whole life because she didn't want to be criticized. And she thought that that's how she could earn God's love and also um, get love from other people. Um, actually, a lot of women who have compulsive sexual tendencies also, um, they might not have sexual addiction, but they might, it might be actually rooted in love addiction because they're trying to find love instead of, um, or, and that's the way that they found that they can cope with their trauma from their past is by acting out sexually in order to find love. So how interesting, but that's just the tip of the iceberg there. So absolutely. Yeah. And you have a background in biology. So the neuroscience aspect really interests you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I like to do my research and I like to find what is true scientifically as well. And so getting this kind of counseling was super important to me and effective because I learned about the limbic system in your brain and how even when you're really young, um, you're, how you're scared or um, experience fear or find love really shapes how you will in the future. And so that is a huge reason why we put on different masks or different identities um, to cope with that fear. And unless you take the time to do hard work and dive deep inside and figure out what is driving that trauma based reaction, then um, you'll keep making the same choices that you've made all your life that might be causing pain to you or someone else. But there is a God who loves you and a huge spiritual component of how he made you and how he can heal you from, from your brain because he made it and he knows everything about it. So this is um, just a tool. The book is just a tool for you to kind of access part of that, that brain um, space there. So so you said the narrative follows uh, your character, your main character, Jessica, correct? Yeah. So there's three or four characters that um, that you're followed that we're following. One is Jessica. She's pleasing, um, pleasing for love. And in addition to Jessica um, that we're following, who is pleasing for love and um, had been judged by her family growing up, um, there's another character, Anna, who um, she wanted love so bad that she would do anything to find it. And in middle school, she dealt with um, sexting a boyfriend who was older than her. And in the stories, she ends up, he ends up totally betraying her trust, sending the pictures to everyone she knows. And she ended up having to move schools and homes and start new somewhere else because her reputation was absolutely trashed. And she became endangered of being seen as um, just less than what she was. So, 
yeah, that was a, that was a story that was really close to home. And it was, uh, it was interesting to see this gal's life unfold after that and how she had kind of stepped out of that and had to do a ton of hard work to find healing because of that addiction. So. No, and yeah. those are some serious, like real life issues that people were facing. So I think it's very helpful that you've written something that one, people can relate with and two, offer solutions. So it's not just, oh, here's a problem, but it's also, and God, you know, and God designed us like this. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of self-help books out and a lot of people advocate for therapy, but in my experience and what I have seen through my girls is that there is not true healing unless God is involved because mm -hmm. those, um, when you get into your brain, there are lies that are embedded into there and Satan is a father of lies and he puts them there. And so Jesus is the only power who can come in and replace those lies with truth. And unless you have his spirit working in your brain, then you can find other ways to cope through your whole life, lifelong therapy or feel good talks with your friends or martinis or sex, but true healing and transformation. That's why God is here. And that's how he has made us is to come closer to him through that transformation. And he made like, he made our brains. And so he's uh, given us this opportunity for healing. So, yeah. I should have asked this before, um, but I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Who is the audience? Who would be most benefit from this book? Yeah, so it's a good question. So this book is um, through Pure Desire Ministries, and they have several books on the topic. The main one is for men dealing with pornography and sexual addiction, and it's called Pure Desire, and it's eight pillars, I think, for men. And then there's a women's version for women who have been affected by men who have um, who are in marriages destroyed by pornography and sexual addiction. And that's called uh, Betrayal and Beyond. And so those are kind of men and women. And then the ministry has put out this book, and this is for teenage girls. So mostly the ideal age would be between 14 and 18. However, Diane has said that she has had some women who are going through counseling, even in their 30s and 40s, read it because they have never dealt with their teenage either sexual promiscuity or issues that arose from trauma when they were children. So either one of those groups is who they're for. So I'm super excited about this. Um, and I, I love what you guys have done. I love that it's Christ centered um, because I agree with you. I don't think there is, um, I think we can mask things and I think we can stop feeling, but I don't think true healing um, happens without Jesus. And so I love gospel centered stuff. I'm super excited about that. Um, what else can you tell us before we, before we wrap it up? I told you this time would fly by, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I guess one thing is that, um, it's for, well, it's for women who have crossed lines that they thought they wouldn't cross, or it's also for women who have just have patterns in their lives that they are either, um, just living in ways that they wish they wouldn't or making the same mistakes in relationships. Um, so anyway, it's for all those women as well. And, uh, yeah, it can, it's most effective. I would say if you go through it with a group, just the sharing of your stories can be so powerful. And then going through some of this is, um, yeah, can be just much more powerful in a group. And when you make commitments or different things towards the end, it's so much easier to be accountable. So also, um, I wanted to say that the church is wonderful 
faithful and made by the Lord and um, is Christ's bride. And there's a lot of people who make lifelong mistakes that can actually hurt other people. Um, I know probably in our childhoods, there was a lot of shame-based uh, teaching about sex before you're married um, or pornography and all of that. And so this book is definitely counter that culture uh, in a way that it is definitely, it has the intention of lifting the shame because if you just, so what I heard was don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And how I interpreted that was I'm an awful person if I do do it. And so that just keeps that cycle going. And so what this aims to do is to really target the places where you are most hurting and identify those and then um, replace the truth with lies and then hopefully release some of that shame through the process of sharing it with your group. So I would definitely recommend if there is a strong youth group who is, has the ability to look at things realistically to take this on. Um, it's not something that just, I, you would have to read through it before you go through it as a, as a youth group if you have that. Um, or even if it was a strong mom and a daughter or something, it would be amazing to go through together. So, yeah. Do they have a boy version of this for teens? Um, yeah. I know you have a men's version, um, but. I would go to puredesire.org to remember what that one's called. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> with an airplane, I think. The, the owner or the, I guess the founder of Pure Desire, he was in the military and he, his name is Ted Robertson. So he is very, um, he's, he's really great at discussing young, to, to young men issues that are real. And so, yes, there is teenage boy version. Wonderful. Becky, where can people find um, your book? Good question. You can find Behind the Mask on puredesire.org. That's P-U-R-E-D-E-S-I-R-E.org. And on there, you'll see just a website for the entire ministry um, about uh, developing sexual integrity and restoring your broken marriage or establishing healthy relationships. And you can go to the store at the top right, and there would be a link there for all the books that they have and... Um, different leaders guides for the material as well. Okay, excellent. Hey, one of the things that I have our guests do is pray us out. Would you care to um, pray over this podcast and, and then we'll go from there? Yes, I would love to. God, thank you so much for being with us and for coming to heal our relationships and to meet us just right where we are, no matter what we've done or what we've been through. Lord, I pray your blessing over the listeners and that you would meet each of them individually today. Um, if any of this has sparked anything in their life, that they would be able to have the courage and confidence to go get help and to stand up for their true and authentic self. Um, God, you have so much for us and such an amazing life that you have in front of us. And we just want to live it the best that we can. I just pray over all the trauma and um, pray deep healing over these women's lives. Amen.